VCY America presents Crosstalk, a nationwide call-in program discussing issues that have an effect on our families, our communities, our churches, our nation, and our world. Crosstalk, an opportunity for you to voice your concerns for biblical principles. And now live by satellite and around the world on the Internet at vcyamerica.org. Here is today's Crosstalk. And good afternoon. Welcome to Crosstalk here on VCY America. Ladies and gentlemen, much is happening in the world right now as we continue to monitor Israel's war against Hamas. It appears a ceasefire is going to be extended a couple more days as there are pledges being made for uh, further hostages to be released. We'll continue to see how that unfolds. Uh, Just a programming note here, tonight at 7 o'clock on WVCY television and for all of you across the nation, vcy.tv, we'll be sharing with you a special message that was given before the United Nations last week by the son of Hamas. Uh, The son of the one who is a co-founder of Hamas will be having that address 7 Central, that's 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific tonight at uh, vcy.tv. But not only do we continue to monitor what's happening there, we know that Russia's war continues against Ukraine. They just had the largest drone attack against Ukraine taking place over the last couple of days. Meanwhile, China continues in its threats against Taiwan. North Korea, wow, they have just launched spy satellites. And now Kim Jong-un is stating that they're able to see U.S. target areas, including now photos of the Pearl Harbor Naval Base and Hickman Air Base in Honolulu. North Korea celebrating what they're calling a new era of space power. All of this unfolding simultaneously. Meanwhile... Persecution of believers around the world is also escalating. Christians are often targeted for their faith in Christ. One such location that our focus today will be on Pakistan. Our guest today was with us just less than three months ago, not long after Muslim mobs attacked different Christian locations. He's with us here today with an update as well as sharing of his efforts to get the Word of God in Urdu to many. We welcome back to Crosstalk Pastor Shahid Kaleem, founder and chairman of Christian Literature and Translation Ministry in Pakistan. He's been partnering for several years with Bible Tracts Incorporated for effective ministry of Bible Tract and Bible Distribution Ministry in Pakistan. And uh, Pastor Shahid, uh, thank you for being with us today. I'm honored and blessed to be with you again. And I'm so thankful to God Almighty for providing me that opportunity to be with you people again. Mm -hmm. Well, um, the last time you were with us was in mid-September, and uh, this was, uh, uh, at that time, you indicated to us that uh, Pakistan had the second largest Muslim population in the world, with uh, the nation being some 90% Islam. And I'm wondering, as we think about Israel and what's going on with Hamas right now as well, did, did the Hamas Muslim attack against Israel, has that emboldened Muslims in Pakistan at all? Yeah, it's a great impact everywhere. Where where are the Muslim countries? Because every Muslim love Hamas in Pakistan, and they, and they want to eradicate uh, the Jewish community from the faith, uh, face of the earth. And this is the mentality. They every time I talk with them, they want there should be no Jewish people. Uh, in all over the world, they want to eradicate us. Sometimes I ask them, oh, you believe in Abraham, and they are the sons and daughters of uh, Abraham. They are the descendant of uh, Abraham. And why, uh, why you want to, to kill them? And they said, no, we don't want that. Allah wants to do that. And that is written in the Quran and the Hadiths. So, uh, and uh, it's impacting in, in Pakistan and uh, uh, a Christian guy, 17-year-old uh, Christian guy, uh, he was uh, killed before a month when he just uh, posted in favor of Israel. And they search him and mm. they kill him. My, yeah. my. Well, we understand that uh, many have been tried under Pakistan's blasphemy laws. Uh, d- tell us what is the, the blasphemy law and, and how do they carry out the blasphemy laws in Pakistan? A blasphemy law is a law that any man, if he's a Muslim, Christian, Hindus, whatever he, if he says something against Muhammad, the penalty of this is death. And this is called blasphemy law. And if any person uh, torn a page of Quran or uh, uh, do something wrong with the Quranic pages, the penalty of this is death too, 
and this is also a part of a blessed family. There are two uh, um, uh, stages in, uh, in this law. The first is 295b. That's against the Quran. And another one is 295c. That is against Muhammad. If someone say anything against Muhammad, uh, the penalty is death. So most in 100% cases, it is seen that no Christian do any such thing, but they turn the pages of Quran and throw in Christian localities, and then uh, a Muslim man walked through that, uh, that street and found those torn pages of Quran, and uh, he went to the mosque and said, and, and, and he showed to them, and they announced in the mass, oh, gather together, and uh, uh, the Christians, uh, they uh, turn our Quran and uh, gather together. We need to attack on them. This is a matter of uh, jealousy of everything. But this speaks in different mass. But it, it's all pre-planned. All the time it is seen that everything they do is pre-planned. And by pre-planned, are you saying these are Muslims that actually rip up the pages and throw them in the yards? Absolutely, all the time they did it. And in two cases, even the imams of the mosque, they accepted in our court that they did it to punish the Christians. Those are spreading the gospel in Pakistan. Pakistan is an Islamic state, they say. And uh, that is why there is uh, uh, that not allowed uh, that a Bible could be preached over here. Mm -hmm. And that is why they uh, took that case uh, in the court that uh, Bible should be banned in Pakistan. But our court rejected that several years before. And was that a close vote or was it unanimous vote from the court? Uh, a, a unanimous vote from. Okay. Yeah. So the Bible's still is is allowable in Pakistan, uh, allowed yes. to be there. Our constitution allows us that mm -hmm. we can preach, we can teach, we can worship according to our uh, ritual, according to the Bible. We can do all, all those things. And uh, that was uh, uh, what our uh, constitution is allowing. But some people and some organization don't want this. Mm -hmm. And uh, that is why this type of things happening. And the conver conversion rate is increasing in Pakistan. Many people are coming uh, to Christianity and they are accepting Jesus as their personal Savior and Lord. And that is why, uh, you know, in Islam, there are different sects of Islam, different groups. And they all, uh, all the time fight with each other, blaming each other. You are not Muslim. You are not a Muslim. But in this situation, they all gather around at one table. Mm -hmm. And they start making planning how we can stop Christianity in Pakistan. Wow. So they made plan like this, and then they work and turn pages and throw in Christian locality to, uh, to do something like this. So last them. and last time you were with us here in September, we had just uh, witnessed in August what had happened to this attack upon churches uh, mm -hmm. that had happened. Some uh, twenty-three churches, many homes that were set on fire. What is the present state of this situation? Are are, are there churches that are being rebuilt? Uh, um, I understand that the, the that the government has given money for to each individual to to help repair their homes. What what's happened since that time? Yeah, the um, the government announced that they will rebuild the church, but they built only four to five churches. But there are thirty six churches were attacked. Thirty six. Wow. Yeah, thirty six churches were attacked. Their target was forty two, and uh, they uh, attacked on uh, thirty six churches. And some churches are helping by themselves. Some people are, are gathering support and rebuilding, but these still are under construction. Some um, don't have the finances uh, to rebuild it, but they are uh, uh, worshiping services in open air, and uh, they are doing in, uh, in home churches, are in a home, they are arranging all the people and uh, people are coming and they are worshiping the Lord over there. Mm -hmm. But the uh, situation is still critical. Yeah, matter of fact, uh, Pakistan is uh, number seven on the U.S. Uh, Open Doors World Watch List that measures persecution in countries around the world. And out of their top 50 countries of persecution, they put Pakistan as number seven 
Describe for us and for our listeners what kind of persecution is happening in Pakistan, beyond the blasphemy laws even. I think Pakistan should be on number first because every uh, uh, every Christian and every single minority is living under threat. And everything can be happened um can be happened in Pakistan any time you can't imagine uh, in, in next month what is going uh, to be happened with you and a lot of time it is seen and uh in, in Pakistan a lot of you know in 2010 they burn alive seven seven people burn alive and they attacked on christian locality and this is happening again and again and again mm. and now it's uh, uh increasing day by day and the mentality of the muslim imam and uh, extremist organization they are fulfilling uh, their mind and heart uh, that the uh, christians does not have any right to live in pakistan even we voted for pakistan while pakistan um uh, pakistan need the votes uh, of the minority christian minority gave the votes in favor of pakistan when pakistan was going formed So we find that even though the constitution in Pakistan allows for Christianity and allows for the Bible, yet the Muslims uh, in Pakistan do not have that toleration at all. Oh yeah, there are two groups of uh, uh, Muslims. One is very extreme. The other one is not extreme. Those want to read the Bible. Those want to read uh, from the uh, uh, from the book of Torah and uh, Psalms and. Uh, Injil, Injil means uh, gospel, uh, New Testament. Mm-hmm. They call it Injil given to Prophet Isa, um, they say. They want to read it, and they, they are in big ma- uh, majority. But the extremists have the guns and uh, armies, and uh, they have the people, and uh, that is why uh, they, they, they are doing so much. But the other Muslims are saying, no, but, uh, the Quran does not allow you to do that. So there are t- uh, two types of uh, uh, Muslims living in Pakistan. One are in favor of Christian, one are against Christian. But uh, those who are against Christianity are in power. Mm-hmm. And so those that are in favor of Christianity, they are not really practicing Uh, Islam. They're not really following the Quran itself. Uh, they they are Muslim in name only. Uh, they say uh, to other Muslim group that you are not true Muslims. Okay. We are the true Muslim. And Quran gave us a right to kill them. Quran gave us a right to take the jizya from them. Mm-hmm. So why not, uh, the government of Pakistan is not allowing to do that? And uh, sometimes uh, it, it is seen that these um, uh, organizations are in so much power that they control the government electables too. And uh, when uh, they are attacking on Christianity, nothing is happening. Nobody is stopping. No, uh, our law enforcement agencies are coming. No police is coming uh, in front of us. Mm-hmm. Friends, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, Pastor Shahid Kaleem with us here on Crosstalk. We'll talk a little bit more about what is happening in Pakistan, but also how our guest is making a difference by getting the Word of God in Bible Tract Evangelism into Pakistan as well. So stay with us. We'll be back in one minute. You're listening to Crosstalk on the VCY America Network. Back to Genesis with Dr. John Morris, scientist and creation researcher with the Institute for Creation Research. Dr. Morris, how far away is Mars? Chris, both Mars and Earth are orbiting the sun at different distances. The Earth circles the sun every year, but Mars, being at a different distance and a different speed, has a different timetable. In their elliptical travels, Earth passes Mars every 780 days or so, and at that time it's as close as it's going to be for another two and a half years. In August of 2004, they came the closest ever, but still over 55 million kilometers of distance between them. Chris, the orbits of the planets and the moons are so precise that we can calculate exactly where they'll be at a point in the future. This was God's purpose for the heavenly bodies, to help men keep time. Chris, I think they have accomplished their back-to-Genesis purpose well, don't you? Thanks, Dr. John. For more information, visit us on the web at icr.org. I'm Chris O'Brien. Thanks for tuning in.
listening to Crosstalk on VCY America. Pastor Shahid Kaleem with us today on the broadcast. He's founder and chairman of Christian Literature and Translation Ministry, uh, which is uh, the ministry is taking place in Pakistan. We're talking right now about uh, the uh, persecution that is taking place there, the blasphemy laws, and many times people are being set up where a plant will go ahead, rip up pages of the Quran, throw it in a Christian's yard, and then all of a sudden they'll go down to the mosque and accuse the Christians of doing this and trying to charge them on blasphemy, uh, blasphemy laws taking place there. Uh, churches have been burned. I, a seminary student uh, described the August attack this way, saying, the condition in Pakistan is very bad, so much hatred jealousy, envy, and enmity from the Muslims toward Christians. It seems that we Christians are like animals to them. Whatever, Whenever they want to kill, they kill. Whatever they want to spare, they give free hand. We're talking about these issues today, and uh, again with us we have Pastor Shahid Kaleem. Uh, I was just reading of a 20-year-old Pakistani uh, shot just on November 9th, uh, and uh, it was uh, a case of a religious minority victimized for unknown reasons, but it says that the police have been slow to act. Is that is that something that you have found, that when persecution is happening or when Christians are, are in this case, now shot or or some kind of perpetrated act of violence against them, that the police just are not acting? No, absolutely not. And uh, it's not by words, but uh, in actions, they are showing nothing. Mm-hmm. They are showing nothing. They are doing nothing. And... Uh, uh, in many, many times it is seen whenever a Christian uh, uh, a Christian man, uh, women or um, any other boy or girl uh, accused of this, even no lawyer is trying to take his case. And the judge even, uh, they are fearing to, uh, uh, to announce uh, the judgment. Mm-hmm. And one judge was killed when he released one person in Pakistan. And now the lower courts are not... Uh, deciding what is uh, they are sending these cases to the higher courts because of that incident. So nobody is safe over there. And uh, uh, to them, I wish to say, uh, I wish to tell you about uh, what happened and how is happening in Pakistan. A mob of Muslim extremists uh, have attacked, as you know, Christian community and burned down several churches and homes. Uh, the mob violence took place in the city of Faisalabad, where I live, and it's a district of Punjab province, uh, after two Christians were accused of blasphemy. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of men then stormed the community, attacking churches, setting homes on fire, and even destroying crosses in, uh, crosses in cemetery. The whole cemetery was destroyed. At least 36 churches were burned along with 300 homes and thousands of Bibles, and 43 churches were targeted. Christians in the community were forced to run for their lives. The attack have been fierce and unrelenting. Hate speeches and announcements from mosques were broadcast all over area. In the blink of an eye, the mob went from 100 people at one location to 8,000 people at various nearby Christian locations. Accusation of blasphemy are often made to target and oppress minority groups in Pakistan. Even an accusation can result in mob violence. The frequency and scale of such attacks, which are systematic, violent, and often uncontainable, appear to have increased in the last several years. In addition uh, to global prayer, we are uh, uh, calling on the international community to speak out about the dangerous situation for Christians in Pakistan. No one should live life in fear of an unruly mob that comes to destroy and kill. We, We call on the international community to work with the government of Pakistan to build concrete plans to address the mob mentality, brutality demonstrated against Christians in Pakistan. Local believers are suspicious about the timing of the blasphemy accusation. The first investigation report was filed with police just hours before the violence began. 
it is no coincidence that mosques around the city started broadcasting hate speeches, which led to mob attacks all over the city. It's all pre-planned. How did all the mosques get uh, a hold of this information? How were uh, they, ab- they able to assemble so many people if there was no advance planning? No one is answering these questions. No one is answering our question. This is a case of planned persecution toward us as a minority. If the accusers were emotionally charged and were unable to control themselves from attacking places of worship or houses of the victims, how then were they able to register an FIR, therefore, are even almost near the time of the attack? Mm, my. Yeah. Friends, the persecution is severe, and many, many false accusations are taking place. And despite all of this, our our brother is ministering there and and getting out the Word of God. We know the only thing, really, a pastor, that's going to share a man's heart, uh, to change a man's heart, is faith in Jesus Christ as as Savior. And uh, so tell us about your work and what you're doing to get the Word of God uh, to the people. Thank you for asking me about that. Uh, I wish to tell all the listeners that despite of the hardships, political tensions, and instability, bomb blasting, even there is a high rate of persecution, extremism, discrimination, and difficult circumstances. We thank God that the way to preach the gospel is still exist in Pakistan. Mm. Amen. You know, the part of the world where we are living, majority of people believes in different gods and idol worshippers. Our prime purpose is to share the gospel of Jesus Christ in the second biggest country in Muslim world and fifth biggest country in the world by population. We are committed to reach the unreached people by any mean and preach the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ throughout Pakistan until all have heard. We are able to reach village after village with the everlasting gospel of Jesus Christ through the straying souls. We are sharing the love of our Lord Jesus and reaching souls with the gospel tract, gospel of John, New Testament, and Bibles. The distribution of the gospel of the Lord is pleasing as well as effectual in transforming the lives of people. We have distributed millions of tracts to the cities of all four provinces, deep villages, unread, and tribal areas of Pakistan. We are highly thankful to our Lord Jesus Christ, who is guiding and using us. During our outreach missions, we found that millions of men, women, and children across Pakistan have never heard the gospel yet. In fact, they don't even know the name of Jesus and have never seen a Bible or any biblical literature. It is seen that uh, that simple gospel tract in their native language had changed the eternal destiny of many. And people in Pakistan receive these tracts eagerly because they consider the New Testament is a holy book from God given to Prophet Isa, Jesus Christ. The impact of distribution of tracts and Bibles is very appreciating because people have started going to churches. They make their habits to read the Bible on a daily basis. Many Mormons came back home and thousands of Catholic, Hindus, Muslims and other communities are coming to the true gospel. By distributing gospel tracts, people are believing that Jesus is the only Savior of mankind. Amen. Amen. We are blessed by God's grace that He is granting us wisdom to uh, wisdom in difficult circumstances to serve His people in Pakistan. We are getting good results and response of the people, especially young people, are coming toward God. And uh, you know, God has His people in every nation, 
as it is written in the book of Revelation, chapter 7, verse 9. After this I beheld, and lo, a great multitude, which no man could number, of all nations, and kinders, and people, and tongues, stood before the throne, and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes, and palms in their hands. And God has his people in Pakistan. Amen. Amen. Well, it's a joy to know that you're getting the Word of God, and uh, millions of gospel tracts have been distributed uh, in all the provinces of of Pakistan. Lives are being impacted. Uh, And I know you brought with you also a testimony of of one uh, that we're going to have you share. We're just a couple minutes to break time, and maybe it's best to wait till after the break for that so we can get the whole testimony Mm -hmm. in. But uh, you are you are printing these Bibles right in Pakistan, correct? Um, uh, Pakistan Bible Society print those Bibles, and they print in Korea, and then they import in Pakistan. Okay. Uh, there is no printing uh, Christian printing press that that can print the Bible, and you know, a Pakistan Bible print, uh, Bible Society does not allow. We only buy from them and from the Christian stores, and they give us uh, discount. Uh, because they know that we are uh, uh, distributing free Bibles. Mm-hmm. So that is a Pakistan Bible Society gave us more than 20% discount on every Bible. And what does it cost to uh, to acquire a Bible? Uh, it's a $6.5. Okay, $6.5. Yeah. And, and that is written in Urdu, correct? Yes, uh, it is Urdu Bible. In Pakistan, everybody um, about... Uh, uh, 95% people can read and write in Urdu. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a national language of Pakistan. Even uh, in north part of Pakistan, Pashto is very famous. Pashto and uh, uh, some other languages speaks, but everybody can read and write in Urdu too. Okay. Yeah, that's the main language of Pakistan. And Bibles, uh, Bible distribution is very... Um, important at this time, especially in the in the month of December, uh, a lot of requests we receive from other religions like Muslim want to know how uh, Jesus was born according to the Bible, because uh, his birth is uh, explained differently in the Quran. So they want to know how Jesus was born. So mm. that is why a lot of Muslims send us requests for the Bibles and, you know, uh, the support of uh, your people. Um, I I would say like this that I I I I bit from a loaf from a loaf fallen from your dining table could be a source of saving many precious souls. Wow! Yeah, and those who wish to uh, contribute toward your ministry, they do that through the uh, Church in Creve Corps. Is that correct? Yes, okay. yes, brother. Yeah. So, friends, uh, again, if the Lord's burden your heart to assist them in the printing of Bibles in, in Urdu and, and to acquire these for distribution, um, we have an address, and uh, we will give it right after the break, uh, where you can uh, send uh, your gift to assist in the acquisition of Bibles in Urdu for distribution. It costs about six and a half uh, U.S. dollars in order for them to obtain that and then to get it distributed as well. So have handy a sheet of paper, a pen, or a pencil after the break. We'll give you that information here in just one minute. And uh, then also we'll be sharing a testimony uh, with you as well, a life impacted uh, through the ministry here. With us today, Pastor Shahid Kaleem, founder and chairman of Christian Literature and Translation Ministry in Pakistan. We'll be right back. VCY invites you to obtain an audio recording of the Gospel according to John as narrated by Brad Canterbury. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. John's Gospel, presenting the words of Jesus, the way of salvation. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever... You can share this as a gift or for listening over and over on your daily commute. VCY America is making available this narrated Gospel of John on two CDs for a donation of $12. Call during business hours, 1-800-729-9829. That's 800-729-9829. But these are written, that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing 
you might have life through his name. Bringing hope to persecuted Pakistan, our topic today here on Crosstalk. Again, it's a country that is uh, largely Muslim, 90% Muslim, the second largest Muslim population in the world. Much persecution is taking place there. However, the Constitution allows for Bibles to be there. And so our brother is involved here in Bible distribution in the Urdu language, also gospel tract distribution as well. And if the Lord has burdened your heart to assist, I'm going to provide you the name of a church and address right here in the States that is collecting resources uh, for the work of Pastor Kaleem and the Christian Literature and Translation Ministry. Uh, You can send any gift to First Baptist Church, First Baptist Church, and that's 425 Rush Street. Rush is R-U-S-C-H-E, 425 Rush Street, Creve Core, Illinois. It's two words, Creve, C-R-E-V-E. Core, C-O-E-U-R, Creve Core, Illinois, zip code 61610. And then just be sure that you earmark the gift for Pakistan Outreach. They'll know what to do with it there. Again, that's First Baptist Church, 425 Rush Street, Creve Core, Illinois, 61610. And uh, earmark it for Pakistan Outreach. We will post this uh, at our website here, crosstalkamerica.com, along with uh, today's broadcast uh, audio as well. Uh, as we're talking with Pastor Shahid Kaleem, uh, brother, you had mentioned uh, a testimony of one whose uh, life has been greatly impacted uh, through your ministry there. Uh, share with us that testimony. Yes, especially I want to share uh, uh, this testimony because. Uh, this uh, girl is belong from the same area where this incident happened, where the burning of churches and uh, uh, the homes uh, happened uh, a couple of months uh, before. And she belonged to that area, and she was the uh, daughter of an imam. And uh, I really wish to share her story. And uh, uh, her story is, uh, this is a story of a 26-year-old Muslim girl who was trying to convert a Christian teacher in the school, but after debating and research, she found Jesus. Uh, she says, My name is Aisha. I belong to a very fundamental Islamic family. My father is an Islamic teacher at home. I always taught that Christians are infidels and untouchable people. When I joined the school as a teacher in November, uh, I saw there in the school a teacher belongs to a Christian family. I always tried to give her trouble, and my discrimination was very high with her. I told my father about her, and my father gave me an idea to try to convert her to Islam. I thought that Allah wanted me to do that. So, despite all the discrimination and hatred, I start talking a little bit without shaking hand with her because it was in my mind that she is unclean and untouchable. One day in March, I saw her sitting in the library and reading something. I went to her and asked, what are you reading? She replied, it is, it is free. I asked what is free? She said, salvation. Uh, free is a name of a tract that we distribute. Okay. She said, salvation. I told her uh, that you know that salvation is only in the Quran and only Islam gives so many rights to the women, but Christianity does not. She smiled at me. I immediately become furious at her and said, I can prove that Islam gives the rights to the women from any other religion Hmm. in the world. I will prove you and you will prove me from the Bible. When I went back to my home, I told my father and asked asked him, tell me all the rights that Islam gives to the women. He promised me that he will give me a book with references and a copy of Quran with translation. When I start reading the Quran with the translation, my heart broke. I was unable to find anything for the rights of the women. I found 
totally contradictory of this. Quran gives the rights to the men to give divorce to a woman just by saying three times, I divorce you. Instead, women does not have the rights like this. Muslim men can have four wives and there is no right for women to stop their husbands in doing so. Women cannot pray in the mosques. Muhammad married to a seven-year-old girl. Even women have nothing in heaven. Muslim Jannah uh, to men in Jannah will be given 72 virgins and alcohol and other things. But what about the women's? Even Muslim can beat the women's according to the Quran. And many more disturbing things I found in the Quran. I was very upset in my heart. I was in shock after reading all this and much more. I tried my best to find anything for women in the Quran, but there was nothing. I asked to my father again and again. Then I started watching Islamic TV channels to learn about this, especially Peace TV. Uh, but Islamic channels were always talking uh, against the Bible and spreading false things about the Bible and always saying that Bible is no more reliable book. One day I asked to the Christian teacher, did you find any rights for women in your Bible? She replies that Bible gives equal rights to the women. Bible tells us that we are sons and daughters and we are children of God. And in every portion of life, Bible gives the equal rights on earth and in heaven. I requested her if she can give me some biblical literature. Next day, she gave me some uh, gospel tracts and New Testament. When I start reading these tracts and then New Testament, it was totally different what we were told in the homes. So I pray to Allah, show me the right way. Please reveal the truth so I may find the way to heaven and eternal life. One day, I was reading the Bible, the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 6. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me, and I was in search of this way, truth, and life. Then the Spirit of the Lord broke my heart, and I accepted Jesus as mm. my personal Savior Amen. and Lord. I surrendered my life to Jesus. When school principal came to know this, she immediately fired the Christian teacher, and to me, my parents wanted me to come back on my faith and gave this duty to my mother. They tried to kill me, but God miraculously saved me. One day, my mother and my cousin, uh, who was my best friend, came to me with a knife and said, I will kill you if you will not come back to Islam. Then I quoted the verses from Romans chapter 8. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, our distress, our persecution, our famine, our nakedness, our peril, our sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquered through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor heights, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Then my cousin uh, and closest friend came near and stopped my mother in doing so. When my mother went away, I requested to my friend, help me to get out of here. God put in her heart to help me, and I am no longer living with my family. I got baptized in July and now living with the Christian family in Faisalabad and learning more about the Word of God. Mm. I am so thankful to Jesus for saving my soul. Amen. 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 Praise yes. the Lord. It all began with the gospel tract. 
Yeah, the, the gospel tract, and and then sharing with her a a New Testament, and as mm-hmm. she discovered what she had been told about Christianity yeah. by from from Islam was not the case, and she discovered the straight way. Yes, right boy, and um, I also wish uh, to challenge yeah. all those who are trying to stop the work of God, as mm-hmm. I did in my last interview. One thing I want to explain. for those who persecuting us attacking on churches and burning our homes the word of god challenge to all those persecuting the christians i want them to listen and listen carefully with open ears what god saying about his people in the book of zechariah hmm. how many minutes we're about uh, two and a half minutes Okay, the hard part I will... Uh, I... Yeah, you're going to have to continue because we're going to open some phone lines here too. Okay. In the book of Zechariah, chapter 2, verse 8, For thus saith the Lord of hosts, After the glory hath he sent me unto the nations, which spoiled you, mm-hmm. for he that toucheth you toucheth the apple of his eyes. I want to let you know that we are his people, we are sheep of his pasture, we are the light of the world, we are salt and light, we are his disciple, witnesses, mm-hmm. followers of Christ. So listen carefully with open ears and keep in your mind who we are, because Christ defines us. We are not Google, we are not Microsoft, we are not Ford, and we are not even Starbucks. We are the church of Jesus Christ, yeah. and the gates of hell shall not prevail against us, and all those are persecuting us. You people trying to touch it, the apple of the eye of the Lord God Almighty, and this is not our war. He will fight for us. And I want to challenge all those TV channels, especially this Peace TV, and to all those who are propagating against the Word of God and proclaiming that the Bible is chained, no more reliable, and questioning on its divinity. I want them to listen, and listen carefully with open ears. What Jesus said that, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. It is divine today, the Bible will divine tomorrow, and it will be divine unto ages to come, and as many as television of the world stand against the Bible and expand their propaganda against the Bible, they will broke in peace, peace, because it is written, whoever fall on this stone will be broke in peace, peace. And those confronting against the Bible, a time is coming that the God of the Bible will take them in his feet. And then he changed from Saul into Paul and then says, it is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. Amen. I believe all these people of this channel will have to come under the flag of Jesus. Listen, listen, my friends, carefully, because it is written, for there is no other name under heaven <coughs> given among men by which we must be saved. And it is written that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth. And to the glory of God the Father, every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord. Amen. 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 Friends, uh, our phone line is open. If you have a quick question or comment for our guest today, our number 800-733-9829. That's 800-733-9829. We trust your heart has been touched today. Back in one minute. For the Worldview Report, I'm Brandon House. Our website is worldviewreport.com. We have a big problem, folks. Christianity is being criminalized greater than ever before. And it's not just Christians. It's those that are speaking Christian truths. You know, the Bible talks about laws and what to do with criminals. It talks about borders. It talks about defending the innocent. And we have some people out there that are talking who maybe are not Christians. But what they're saying is backing up Christian values, and they're being prosecuted. What am I talking about? People on social media talking about violent crimes against Jews, talking about the intrusion of illegal immigrants into their country, whether it's in the UK or Ireland. They're not speaking words of hate or violence against anyone. 
They're speaking words of truth about defending innocent life and borders. That's a Christian worldview issue. And yet, some of them have now been arrested, are being charged with hate crimes. It is now a war on the Christians and the Jews. You're listening to Crosstalk on VCY America, bringing hope to persecuted Pakistan. Our guest today, Pastor Shahid Kaleem. And if you miss the address where you can be involved in, in helping in the distribution of God's Word in the uh, language, that uh, Urdu language, uh, we will be giving that here shortly as well. But uh, taking your calls here today, our number is 800-733-9829. We have a caller from Milwaukee. Caller, go ahead. You're on the air. Yes. um, Thank you for taking my call. I was listening to your program today, and I would love to let your speaker know that as I was listening, I just feel like I just had a message straight from heaven. The Holy Spirit is really, really indwelled in the speaker, and I really appreciate the message today. God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you so very much. Bye-bye now. 800-733-9829, our phone number. Let's go to Don in Pensacola, Florida. Don, you're on the air. Thank you, Jim. I was a missionary in France, and we had the uh, ability or the option to put the gospel literature in the mailboxes, which is not—you can't do that here in America— um, another missionary friend of mine in Canada is wide open. I wonder if the Pakistan's mailboxes are a good place to put them. Okay, thank Bibles you. or whatever. Thank you, Don. Can they put? Can you put Bibles and gospel tracts in people's mailboxes? Is that prohibited? Uh, in Pakistan, you can't do it because they uh, they uh, they don't accept uh, while you're trying to mail uh, these things. But in if you uh, uh, send the gospel tracts only, you can do, but not the Bible mm-hmm. or the New Testament. Okay. Yeah. So what is your primary means of distribution, just handing them to individuals? Yeah, we go, we have uh, teams in different areas and throughout Pakistan in uh, uh, all four provinces uh, of Pakistan, including tribal area, mm-hmm. right coming uh, 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 before uh, my coming to United States, uh, I was in Azad Kashmir. Kashmir is the main dispute of uh, um, main dispute between India and Pakistan, and they always fight uh, with each other. And some part of Kashmir is with Pakistan, some part is with India, and mostly Taliban's lives in that area. And we were there. I was with my team. I can show you the pictures too. Uh, we were there, and we distributed the Bibles to the Taliban's. And we took some pictures. Uh, some people uh, prohibited us. They said, no, uh, this could be very risky. But we said, where God wants mm-hmm. us, because they, we received some requests from that area. And we go and uh, we met those people, and they happily received the word of God. Yeah. Now, is, is your own life in peril as a result of distributing God's word? Oh, yes. Yeah, Sometimes we face hard times, but uh, um, God always protected us. Mm-hmm. And still protecting because um, sometimes I was talking with the Muslim um, um, uh, people uh, last night. I was here in Milwaukee and they was asking me too many questions, too many questions. And oh, no, 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 Jesus, uh, um, Muhammad is the last prophet and uh, um, Allah said this. I said, can you show me from the Quran or Hadith uh, where uh, Muhammad said that uh, I am the last prophet, believe on me? I can show you that Muhammad uh, took the the Old Testament and the New Testament and said, I believe on this book. Mm, So I can show you. So they were talking with me. I was uh, uh, answering their questions because we know how to deal with these peoples. So I I was thinking, uh, I was imagining that I'm I'm in Pakistan and there were more than eight or nine people and I was alone. Sometime um, I I thought that uh, I I don't speak like this, but then the Spirit of the Lord gave me strength and I openly speak with them without any fear here in the United States too. Amen. Amen. And... There have been many Bibles and tracts. You said but really millions of tracts have gone yeah. out and yeah. uh, Bibles as well. But there is a there is a cost in getting a printed Bible in Urdu. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Bible is costly for Pakistani people. And especially uh, we don't have many stores like in the United States. So uh, the people in main three cities can get uh, 
from a city of Lahore, Karachi, and our city. These are big cities, and there are some Bible stores, but uh, when we go just 100 uh, uh, miles away or uh, 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 50 miles away, there is no store. People don't have access, but people want. And uh, the situation in Pakistan um, is very— Pakistan is not a country like America and have much sources. So people are very poor. We need to go and reach to them with the gospel of Jesus Christ to save their souls Mm -hmm. for the extension of the kingdom of heaven. And the gift that you people are doing, uh, you are being the partner in the souls winning work, and you are being the source of winning uh, many more souls in Pakistan. And, And you know, there are thousands of people accepted Jesus this year in Pakistan. And that is why they are making plannings how they can stop Christianity in Pakistan. Well, well, again, friends, to be engaged in the ministry and helping to have the funds for Bible distribution, you can send uh, your gift to First Baptist Church, and that's 425 Rush Street, R-U-S-C-H-E, 425 Rush Street, and the city is Creve Coeur, C-R-E-V-E, Creve Core C O E U R Illinois six one six one zero. That's uh, First Baptist Church four twenty five Rush Street, Crevecore Illinois six one six one zero. And then earmark the gift for Pakistan Outreach, and uh, the church will see that it gets to uh, Brother Shahid and uh, his ministry there in the acquisition of, of Bibles and uh, printed materials uh, to minister to. Uh, ones in Pakistan. But you mentioned that uh, there are many coming to know the Lord as Savior, for which we we praise God for this. And uh, friends, indeed, as many are beginning to question, uh, question uh, their own religion, what a great time to share with them the truth. We're going to squeeze in Kevin from Kentucky. Hi, Kevin, you're on the air. Yes, Jim. I was just wondering if uh, your guest today could tell me, I have heard many times that um, the Islamic people have taken an oath to even lie about um, their faith, mm-hmm. to use money um, to further their cause. How mm-hmm. can we be sure that that's not going on? And is there anything specific we can ask people face-to-face? Okay, I tell you what, we're down to 15 seconds in the program, mm-hmm. which you had called earlier. But uh, can do you have certainty that, that you're not being lied to by, by uh, Muslims, that they indeed are coming to faith in Christ and following after him? <clears throat> Uh, Pakistan have actually different circumstances. The people, uh, I, I never find the person like this that uh, he came up, but there are many secret Christians. Those are not um, uh, openly confessioning about their faith because of the circumstances there. Brother, thank you. Yeah. We're out of time, but thank you so much for being with us today. It's a pleasure for me. And thank you. And uh, friends, be praying for uh, Brother Shahid Kaleem as he'll be heading back to Pakistan the near future, but pray for the Word of God to be furthered. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Crosstalk via satellite and the Internet from BCY America. Views expressed may or may not be those of this station. For a CD of today's program, send a donation of $6 or more to VCY Tape Ministry, 3434 West Kilbourne Avenue, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 53208. Or download by RSS or podcast from CrosstalkAmerica.com. And join us again for Crosstalk. Crosstalk.